Unless you've been living under a rock, you've heard about Sylvester de Silva in the news. Now, he's speaking to no one but journalist Carrie Saxon in a podcast he wants to call The De Silva Linings Ghost Book. Welcome to the show. I'm Carrie Saxon and with me is Sylvester De Silva. Hey Sylvester. Hello Carrie. How are you? Oh can't complain, can't complain. Yet another episode, here we go again. <laughs> Can you believe this has been five weeks now? I can't, I honestly can't remember what I was doing prior to this programme. Well maybe I'll remind you soon. Yeah you'll have to because <laughs> it completely slipped my mind. <laughs> okay well this week, I wanted to talk about the problems we've been having with the sound the last couple of weeks. Oh, hang on a second now, Carrie. It sounds like you've got a bit of a plan for this episode. We're going straight into it. Yeah. No meaningless no meaningless conversation to start. Well, I, I wanted to get your feedback on this. Uh, the chances are this is not going to make it into the programme anyway, but I would love your feedback on it. I, I Hey, listen, I think I know what you're going to talk about, and that's nothing because of my psychic skill. I listened to last week's episode and, well, I went with bated breath to see what you've got to say because I picked up on some spooky goings-on last week. Yeah, you call them spooky goings-on. I would say it's our editor. No. Well, I don't know who the editor is anyway, but... You you know, well, you know it's Richard and... Oh, yeah, yeah, he um, sorted out that advert for me. Yeah. I had to have words with him in the week. Basically, the sound last week was a little off. It was a little slow in places. And not unsurprisingly, it was all my parts, not anyone else's parts, Sylvester. Well, Carrie, well, go on, go on. And so I had a little word in his ear and I said, you know, this is not good enough. You have to work hard on five or six or you're out. I'll get another editor. And do you know what his reply was? Probably. You're only doing six episodes anyway, so it doesn't matter. No, this will surprise you then. He said, you can't sack me. I'm already working on episode seven. (gasps) Episode Episode seven? Episode seven. You didn't tell me about an episode seven. There is no episode seven. I cannot take any more of this nonsense. Oh, okay. Are you doing an episode seven without me? No, that wasn't the plan, unless something dramatically changes between now and then. In fact, I can't wait for episode six so I can bloody finish. Yeah, me too. But my other theory is he's completely gone after the listener to weeks of this nonsense. I, I don't blame him, to be honest. I, I can't I can't imagine going through all this. I mean, there must be hours and hours worth, plus all the stuff that we don't use. Exactly. And last week, as you and I know, the recording took three and a half hours. Oh, tell me about it. Tell me about but- it. Bigfoot Diary was one and a half hours on its own. Oh, goodness. I, hey, listen, Carrie, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, you're criticising the editor. He should have left my entire, the entire oh, story in. My, yeah. You know, I didn't write that journal for, for it to just sit on a shelf, you know, gathering dust for years on end. It's a story which needs to be told. And, you know, I had, as you say, an hour and a half's worth of material there. Yeah, cut, and cut down, slaughtered even, to just two, three minutes. It was two, three minutes in which you come to the terrifying conclusion, for you anyway. That Bigfoot that is real. Bigfoot is real, but you never found him. Terrifying. 
Well, it's because I was cut short, wasn't it? Yeah, You'd okay. had enough by that point. But anyway, oh, Carrie, I did mention, I know you've got your little theory about the editing issues from last week. Yeah. I think there was some paranormal goings on. I think we're experiencing it for ourselves. There's a there's a knocking. You can hear yes. knocking. Your voice it, got a little bit funny. I think you were, I think you were possessed at one point. Yeah, it sounded like, didn't it? I, well, you sounded like. I think, I think you were. No, I can assure you that I wasn't. Pos- well, well, hey, Karen, I- hey, you know, I was possessed by a mad woman at one point last week, wasn't I? So, hey, who yeah, knows? you were, yeah. Hey, Karen, that's another thing. I've avoided it so far, but um, I think maybe either this episode or the next one, we'll get another, we'll get somebody else in. I'll try and get in touch with a spirit and we'll do a bit of a, a seancey, possession y thing going. What do you say? Yeah, yeah, let's not do that. Let's yeah. not. I've got somebody in mind because I know what we're going to be talking about next week, and I've got somebody in mind you'll be a special guest yeah let's not do that so sylvester what's in the ghost news this week oh actually carrie there's been a fair bit no. um, i've been scouring the uh, you know going on to the google and having a look around seeing what's what and i've got two uh, pieces of news for you this week can't wait. Yeah, so the first piece of news we have comes from Scotland. And I don't know if you're going to believe this, but this first story involves a well. No, not another well. Another well. The third time that we've mentioned one of these. So we have a pair of ghost hunters who say that they've taken a very spooky image of a witch <gasps> at one of Scotland's quite haunted sites really? and uh, do you know what carrie i've had enough of saying this i i'm just gonna go, i'm most haunted Yay! There we are. Well i said done. it well what done. are they what are they going to do nothing just like katrina nothing most haunted not going to take that haunted. away from me and i'm sick of saying quite haunted it's stupid <laughs> anyway so we have a lee and Lindsay steer uh, who are part of the project reveal Ghosts of Britain, or GOB, as they uh, refer to themselves as. They had a live stream going at the Clutey Well in Munlochy, which is just above Inverness, Scotland. And they've apparently caught the sinister apparition of a witch on camera. I bet they haven't. Well, I'm reading this as we go along, and there is a picture, and it could be a witch so basically hidden in the woods is this well clutey well and it's an old celtic site which is apparently back in the day used for healing sylvester oh you've got a bit of money on that haven't you yeah yeah less said about that the better to be oh, honest with so carrie people who travel there they bring items of clothing or clute they stick it in the well and they do it to try and cure some ailments i i don't know why i mean it seems a bit dirty if you ask me if you've got all these people turning up with dirty clothing sticking them in this well mm. but anyway lee and Lindsay, who run this organization called gob said they enjoy going to scotland and they do it year on year. Lee said, many years ago, people would leave children with illnesses there overnight, hoping the spirits would heal them. Not recommended. Listeners, don't go and take your children and abandon them near a haunted well. I wouldn't recommend it because that's asking for trouble, isn't it? Good advice, Sylvester. Good advice. Yeah, don't do that. So they've taken this picture and sure enough, it, it could be. I've sent it to you, Carrie. It could be a witch, potentially. Uh, yeah, just got it now and no it's not i could be anything it looks a bit looks a bit spooky doesn't it well if you said to me they're 
possibly a ghost. I mean, I'd, I'd rule that out straight away, but at least you could say it's a bit ghostly, but witchy. It looks, well, yeah, ghostly witchy. But, oh, well, jury's still out on that one. So they've no. taken this picture and they say that they heard bangs and footsteps and uh, all caught on the live stream and on cameras. So uh, there we have it. If you want to get a glimpse of a witch or a witch ghost or a ghost witch, whatever she wants to be referred to as, head up to uh, Dumb and Lockie in Scotland. Or don't and keep or your don't. sanity. And don't leave your kids there. Please don't leave your kids lying around. They're a hazard. Yeah. On to the next bit of news. Uh, this comes from Liverpool. Oh. So we're going all across the UK yes. today. So in Liverpool, we have a curious case of a, uh, again, we've talked about these, a curious case of a haunted doll. Another haunted doll. I is say it haunted. Annabelle? Is it Robert? Who is it? No, they're still upstairs in my attic. Are you sure um, they haven't yeah. made an escape? Well, no, I checked on them earlier. They're doing fine. They, they've kind of reconciled a bit now. Excellent um, news. But I must say, I say haunted doll. It's also been described as a cursed doll, oh. this one. The local residents have all been left terrified by the appearance of this spooky doll that has been nailed to a tree near a busy road junction in Liverpool. Right. The doll is tied with a rope and there is a small piece of wood that has been nailed mm-hmm. through it. And on this piece of wood says evil live here not evil lives here evil live here the only explanation is is that over three and a half thousand bodies were found in coffins piled 16 deep by council workmen in the 70s and subsequently cremated and at the time of us doing this podcast that is the only explanation slash link to the appearance of this haunted doll. Do you know what? There is another explanation. Uh, somebody is having a laugh. Yes. And that I've is o- the explanation. I've always said, Carrie, you know, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I'm not so naive. Really? I, don't be- I don't believe, <laughs> I don't believe everything that I read on the internet and what have you. And yeah, I think these are a bit, the witch one piques my interest, but this doll, it, it, no. Ghost news done for this week. Thank- Ghost news done, sorted. Thank Friday for that. You told me in the week that was something you wanted to address in this podcast, so feel free. Absolutely, Carrie. So I've been listening to our previous episodes. Good. Glad someone yeah, I, I have done. Yeah, yeah, I'm the one that's um, racking up all the listens and downloads. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. So I've listened to those episodes, and it's it struck me that I've been skirting around a big topic. You have. An elephant in the room. Really? Well, in this case, a spooky haunted elephant. Of course. So I've talked about, you know, I've talked at great length of ghost Uther's investigations. I've talked about cryptids, Bigfoot, Jersey Devil, Mothman, what have you, curses, haunted artifacts, whatever else we've been talking about these past couple of episodes. But I have failed to discuss in great detail. I don't know how much you like me going into great detail. We don't need great detail. The subject of ghosts, hauntings and mediumship. I mean I'm surprised I glossed over it to be honest, seeing as how I've made a living on all this. And this all stems, Carrie, from a review that I read recently of our podcast. And that review simply said who on earth is this Sylvester De Silva dude? So clearly there are folks out there who didn't watch Ghost Uthers and they need a damn good explanation. Oh. So what are, we'll have another lecture, Carrie. I think this is going to sound like another lecture. I did it a lecture is. on ghosts. How did that go down last week, by the way? My lecture on cryptids? Um, that, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. That, that tells me enough. <laughs> so 
What are ghosts? Well, Carrie, from my perspective and experience, ghosts are the spirits of the deceased. Simple as that. Some are grounded in locations. Others are what we refer to as in visitation. And I, as a medium, can sense these spirits and I facilitate communication between them and the living. That's what you claim to do, yes. That's what I do. So I hold seances, conduct investigations. Mm -hmm. I also dabble in demonology, which I've mentioned. That's the crux of it. Yes. Is that it? Well, it leads me quite nicely into a um, a story that I've got about an investigation I did up in Hall Green in Birmingham last year. Mm. Hey, Sylvester, tell us about it. Do you, well, I, I expect a bit more enthusiasm from you, Carrie. Hey, Sylvester, tell us more about your investigation. All right, settle down, Carrie. I'm getting to it. Last year, I was contacted by a couple and they were experiencing odd occurrences in their home. They were newlyweds, you see, they had a baby on the way. They had only recently bought this house. Everything seemed fine within the first couple of weeks, but then strange phenomena started to happen. Well, it started off quite innocuous, Um, you know, items kind of being moved around the area, doors closing, things like that. We in the trade refer to that as a jot, J-O-T-T. Oh, what's a jot? Just one of those things. Oh, of course. For example, you put your glasses down in the bathroom upstairs, go downstairs, and then all of a sudden you find them in your pocket or say somewhere else. And and you think, oh, I don't remember putting those there, but it's a jot, just one of those things. You did pick them up. You did carry them downstairs. You just forgot. They, they initially passed this off as, as a jot, you right. know, just one of those things. But then when blood started to pour from the shower head oh in the upstairs God. bathroom. No, they didn't. They had to concede, hey, listen, there's something strange afoot here. Blood no. coming out the out the shower head. They contacted some tradesmen for well, what little good that did. Uh, but mm. none of them came to a logical conclusion. That's weird, isn't it? It is. So the lady uh, told me later that she became so terrified of the house, she turned to a supernatural expert i.e. me, to try and find out what was happening. I went up there and I realised that this was more than just a standard haunting. So straight away, right up the price list they went. I remember (laughs) stepping into the house and there was a very oppressive atmosphere in there. Very, very potent. It was like the air was thick, stifling. And this was my first clue that this was not just some ghost or a wayward spirit. It was a demon. Of course it was. Yeah. Yep. So now, doubtless, Carrie, you've seen the films about demonic possession. You know, you've got so I, many of I've them. I've seen films, yeah, fictional. The Exorcist. Best kind of film but there is about exorcism, demons. Awesome. So we'll just go with that. You've seen that. You get yes. the idea. I know. The People getting possessed. Mm-hmm. Green vomit. All that terrible stuff going on. It's a bit dodgy. However, unlike the films, if you go marching into a haunted building loaded up with crucifixes, holy water, Bibles, not just the Bible, Quran, Torah, you know, you could mm-hmm. you could bring one of those in. It's not going to do the job. And the reason being is that depending on the type of demon that you've got, you know, they're vile beasts and they've got they perceive no meaning in those items. You know, you might as well go in there with a with a TV guide and waving yeah. a spatula about for of the course. for all the good it's gonna do. I mean, and I've tried that and eh, moderate results. Carrie, listen now. This might save your life one day. The trick Listening. to banishing a demon is to mm. expose them and to ridicule them. This is okay. how this is what I think works particularly well. So in this house, the demon terrorizing the couple had latched on to the location. Following the actions of the previous owner, apparently, he conducted some bizarre ritual in the attic with a, a pint of goat's blood, something to do with wanting his football team to win or do better, but I digress. It was a lesser demon, I soon discovered, but still quite dangerous. So right. when it's the house, I witnessed a lot of undesirable behavior. Books were 
were flying off shelves, doors were slamming, bizarre taps, scratching, footsteps, you name it. It was all going off in there. Of course it was, yeah. And the shower, the shower head still had blood coming out of it. Oh, yeah. goodness me. What a mess. Yeah. It's, you know, normal Sunday, isn't it? You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you've got to do something about it. So I went, collected my things, came back in the evening and the supernatural events were on the up. So this demon was really not happy that I was there. So I advised the couple, stay downstairs, I'm going to go up and confront this demon. And I remember playing this day, walking up the stairs, going across the landing, and there, right in front of me, stood this entity, this demon. It was more, it looked like more of a a shadow, like quite an intense shadow. And, you know, I could tell it was a demon because he had a Fenny had funny feet, a pointed tail and the horns, of course, bit of a giveaway. Yeah. But I paid I paid no attention. I paid it no attention whatsoever. And I could tell straight to it this demon was miffed, to say the okay. least, by my lack of caution and concern. So it started banging on a bedroom door and it let out some unearthly shrieks. What have you? I responded by calling down to the couple, do your water pipes always make noises like that? And of course, the demon was incensed then. How mm. dare I, Sylvester de Silva, not, not acknowledge it, not acknowledge its power? The couple likely concerned that I might have been snooping around in their bedroom. They came dashing up the stairs and, of course, they saw the demon as well and they were scared stiff. I continued to pay it no attention, even when the beast knocked my hat off. <gasps> How rude. Yes, and I told them, hey, don't mind that. My hat's always flying off my head. Oh, obviously. And the demon, oh, goodness me, did not like that one bit. I'd completely disregarded what it had done. But, and this was one of my proudest moments, like our job from James Bond... I deftly flicked the hat up off the floor and flung it straight at the demon and I took its head clean off its shoulders and it fizzled and dissolved into nothingness. And the couple were dead pleased then. I could imagine they would be. Oh my God. That is one of the most bizarre stories you've ever come out with. It's incredible, isn't it? Incredibly Well, I've left you speechless. Exactly. I am speechless because another flipping hat story had to come in again, didn't it? Well, I tell you what, Carrie, well, no more hats now. Hey, Sylvester. Yes. You know, a couple of weeks ago, you surprised me with a lovely advert. I do, yes. The water business is doing quite well, actually, Carrie. I know you mentioned well, it. I'm pleased to hear because I've got another surprise for you. Is it a chat about cryptozoology? No. Please enter the call. Katrina Woods. Hey, Katrina. <gasps> Hi, everybody. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Sylvester. Hey. Katrina Woods, as I live and breathe. Goodness gracious me. I'm so pleased to be here. How are you? I'm so well, thank you. Gosh, it's been, well, years, Sylvester. How have you been? I'm not too bad. It has been years. I mean, all those emails I've been sending you in the interim. Were you getting those emails? You've been sending me emails. Oh, I haven't seen any. So sorry. I must chat to my PA. Probably straight to your spam box. Oh, I'd love to hear from you, Sylvester. You know that. Any time. Oh, excellent. Well, well, if you've got the time, I'll, uh, I've been keeping some notes in my diary that I'm sure you'd like to know. Of course. Katrina, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for asking me to join you, Carrie. I've really been enjoying this wonderful podcast. And so you've been listening then? Of course. Anything with my old friend Sylvester I'm very interested in. Didn't you set Sylvester up with some fake names? And then on live TV, 
out him as a fake bast. Why did you do that if you're such good friends? To say that it really wasn't my idea with those names that you came up with. I was just as surprised as everybody else. However, I was joking with Sylvester because I had heard from the makeup artist that uh, she was a bit concerned about Sylvester always bossing her about and constantly demanding more makeup to make him look younger. And it was really getting on my nerves. I just wanted him to show the real Sylvester. Sylvester, would you like to answer that? Oh, well, in terms of the makeup artists, we all know where the majority of her time was spent. If we're talking about trying to make somebody look younger, Katrina, have you got any more to add to that? Well, I'm thinking about it. I mean, of course, as the star of the show, I did have to have more makeup on because I was being filmed from different angles and I had to look good constantly. So, yeah, preferably with a camera as far away as possible. Anyway, Carrie, so the thing is, is that whilst Katrina is here, I think she's already elaborated on the whole fake bass thing. Was that a joke, did you say? The fake names and then calling you fake, but it, it was a joke. And I am afraid I, I have been rather wound up by the makeup lady. And also I was being told other things that you were getting other females to collect your coffee constantly. Hmm, Sylvester. Hmm. Just something about this though just doesn't ring true, Katrina. I mean, what, what on earth is a yeah. runner for? There is a way to speak to people, you know, and, and everybody on set was always so delightful. I found them so charming. And I was just getting a little bit fed up of hearing these reports about you, Sylvester. And I tried to stick up for you. You know I would because I adore you, but I just well, heard exactly. so many reports. But and it was always so good to see you coming in on your charity of goodwill to help everyone out. Of course. You know, I am a very kind and caring person. Thank you for acknowledging that. Okay, I accept that's what you thought, Katrina. But actually, after Sylvester left the show, you publicly said he was sacked and then said he had to go. He was faking it. Would you care to explain that? Gosh, such a long time ago. Uh, oh, wasn't it just? Goodness, it was, it was fun times, though. I'm just trying to think about why I might have said those things. I mean, all I can think of really is I thought that he was being a bit fake with some of the the more outrageous. I mean, as you know, the spirits were actually preferring to talk through me towards the end. And I had such lovely conversations with people who just seemed to be ignoring Sylvester for whatever reason. So I just felt that maybe that was him as a fake and they were choosing me. I, on that point, Carrie, I must say, yes, there were several spirits who did prefer to speak to Katrina rather than me. Oh, okay. They did say the most gullible out of the two is the one that we want to speak to. So obviously I stepped aside because, and I know, Katrina, how much you enjoyed all those little, all those conversations you had. And then when you would ham it up, those times you would fall down the stairs, you would slip and fall on a puddle of water. You were possessed by this, possessed by that. I have to tell you, I had some terrible bruising from those incidents and I really didn't find it that funny when these spirits were pushing me and, and, and making me look as if I was pretending when they were actually very violent. Oh, goodness, no. I mean, and pretending? Of course not. You never did anything like that, did you? I would never pretend. I'm a real person and I was being possessed. Um, I didn't realise I had this gift, but it appeared whilst we were doing the show. And yeah. I just on had that, to go with it. 
On that point, Katrina, Carrie, you've always held me to task. I have. In yes. terms of this, are you gonna are you gonna offer well, offer a rebuttal to um yes, to my dear can, friend Katrina? If I could get a word in edgeways, crack on, Katrina. Katrina, you claim that you were possessed by spirits. Could you tell me at what point in the series was that? Was it just around the time that you started getting famous, or should I say, Sylvester started getting famous? I think it just developed as we were working on the show and the spirits were coming through. They obviously just saw me as as a way of passing their messages through. They chose me as the medium. Yeah, and and it was obviously great as well when you would do your whole shtick of guiding them to the light. Yes, I wanted to speak to you about that because I've actually watched the whole series of The Ghost Luthers, even past where Sylvester was on there. And it dips, the quality dips, well, doesn't it, Carrie? I think the fun dips, if I'm honest. But yeah, the possessions, uh, I'm guiding you to heaven. Um, it was also claims, I mean, there's YouTube channels devoted to showing the fakery of Ghost Luthers. Um, there's videos of you banging things and going, what was that noise? Ah, 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 Me banging things? No, 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 no. I didn't do it. The spirits possessed me and they made my hands do things. And then they would release me and then I would say, what's that noise? I got a bit of Carrie. Yeah, no, Katrina is actually, you know, I think we're having a bit of a hard time agreeing with each other. But no, that, that is true. That is correct. No, that's not correct. And some might say outrageous. Moving on. Carrie, I, I thought this was a nice interview and here you are accusing me of, of being a fake. This is this is all I've had for the last couple of weeks. She's a real, oh, she's a she's quite a devious, sneaky one, this Carrie. But when you get to know her, yeah, she, she's all right. She's all right. She held, as I said, she's held me to account many times. But I think I'm starting to wear her down now and she's really starting to accept the fact that there are spooky goings on. There um, is a paranormal world out there. And I mean, with ghosts, the cryptids, we talked at great length last week about Bigfoot, my encounters with Bigfoot, and aliens, conspiracies, and of course, not to mention the 5G that's controlling everybody's minds. No, stop it. Oh, Carrie, you invited me on to this podcast under false pretenses, I no, feel. I, no, I've got no obligation towards you. Well, you're who... a journalist, Carrie. This is what you do, isn't it? Yes. If I'm honest, I have no integrity. Thing is, Katrina, you were invited on here to defend yourself, but that doesn't mean I have to accept what you say, much as I don't have to accept what Sylvester says. Sorry, I've just heard in my ear. I do have to accept what Sylvester says. That's so, right. Yeah, sorry. Um, so, Katrina, can you just do your plug? Yeah, about well, you plug this YouTube series of yours. Oh, thank you for mentioning my YouTube series, Sylvester. I'd like everybody to tune in to Ghost Luthers with Katrina Woods on my YouTube channel, Katrina. Thank you so much, Katrina, for joining us. Do you feel like you've had some now peace now, Sylvester? Or... Oh, immeasurably. Absolutely. And I think from this little conversation, we can put to bed this whole fake bast thing because we all know who that really is. Exactly. Thank you so much for joining us, Katrina. Lovely to speak to you. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you, Sylvester. Lovely to speak to you. You too. God bless, Catty. Oh, she seems to be cut off.
Well, Sylvester, what did you think of that? A reunion with the wonderful Katrina Woods. Where on earth did you dig her up from, Carrie? She got in touch with me in the end, quite keen to come on when she saw the download figures. Little did she know that you were doing all the downloads. Yeah, and I suppose it's very similar to a YouTube series. I can't believe it's actual people. No. And can I just apologise for the sound quality from Katrina? She didn't have a proper microphone. She was using her Apple headset. She's so unprofessional. Well, I just think she she hasn't done any interviews since lockdown. No. Well, not quite a while before then as well, might I add. My thoughts were, as you asked, my thoughts were that she knew quite well what she was doing. I mean, with you, I'm not... Oh, absolutely. I'm not sure if you believe the stuff you're saying half the time. Are you real? I can't even remember what half the stuff I say. But I got the impression that it was quite cold and calculating. She is quite cold, isn't she? That's how I felt. But I do thank her for coming on. Please don't get the impression that, you know, I'm ungrateful she came on. Yeah. Good, Good luck, Katrina. God bless. And now it's time for the Q&A. Question one from Derek A. What are ghosts? Well, Derek A, I'm not sure where this message was sent from, but there's only one Derek A that I'm familiar with. And I can only assume, Carrie, that this has been sent through the ether. And he's such a joker. He knows exactly what ghosts are. I mean, I mentioned it earlier on today, but he knows exactly what ghosts are. He's such a kidder, such a kidder. Okay, we'll all have to accept that there's something between Derek and Sylvester that maybe us mere mortals don't know about. So let's go on to question two. Phil Tippett, do you have any interests outside the paranormal? Well, Carrie, I remember stating I had a passing interest in crochet, didn't I? You did, but then you added that it was haunted crochet, so we all got a bit thrown by that. Do Do you want me to add something else? Please do. Yeah, let's pretend you're not completely out there. I've got no interest in crochet whatsoever. (gasps) But you said! (laughs) At the time of answering that question, I had a a fledgling interest, but then my, I don't know what has happened over the last, I think over lockdown, my patience is really frayed. So I, I can't stick to it. Okay, fair enough. And the last question this week is from a Jessica Garner. What's the difference between people like you and people like me? That the deceased come through for? People like, when she says people like me, do you mean, is she speaking for herself or do you mean you? So what she's basically saying, I feel, is that how do you see ghosts, for example, and the rest of us can't? Well, you need to have a bit of a gift. You really do. It's it's something that I think you are born with the innate ability. Obviously, I, I mentioned that I believe that I was born with it. And then that skill, that talent that ability to pierce the veil was opened up during my experience when the angel went whizzing past the car down in Cornwall oh when I was eight. Right. So, you but mean, also you need to have an open mind as well. Okay. So the rest of us are basically just closed minded. Is that what you're inferring? No. No? No, Carrie. You just need to have an even more open mind. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you, Sylvester, for joining us. Thank you, Carrie. What a what a concise week, I feel. I think it's been a good week. And fantastic. We've finally put an end to uh, the whole uh, Katrina Woods-Sylvester Disabled rivalry. Yes, that's gone. Um, we've gone over ghostly news. I've talked about a good bit of demonology. You have. And I've answered some pretty average questions. And that's it. All um, done, ready to go into next week with, which is going to be, of course... 
the, the exclusive. Big, the big one. It's the, the big, big topic. One. I can't wait to hear this, Sylvester. I'm really looking forward to it. Well, it's and the Enfield haunting. What? Are you serious? It's the big one. It's the one that everybody talks about. They've made all the films. The Enfield haunting. Uh, Next week, tune in. Right, okay. Well, at least next week is the last one. I won't have to put up with any more of this nonsense. God, exactly right. Thank goodness. Take care. See you next week, Sylvester. Ta-ra. Bye, Carrie. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Ghostbook podcast was devised and performed by John Parry and Jackie J. Sarah. It is a deliciously bright production. If you enjoyed this, please give us a five-star review or donate via Buy Me A Coffee. All details, including full credits, can be found on the website ghostbookpodcast.com. <laughs>